Greetings and a warm welcome to all our esteemed listeners who have joined us for yet another thrilling installment of Q in Charge. I am your dedicated host, Joe, fondly known as Joe the Q. Last episode, you had a chance to hear on my boss, Sergey, and his experience at the Electrify Expo in Austin, Texas, and we hope you found it insightful. But today, we are poised to embark on another insightful journey into the dynamic realm of electric vehicle charging stock. By the way, this is one of your requests as a topic, and we are thankful for the feedback. As we stand in November 2023, the prospect and potential of these stocks appear remarkably promising. One might ponder, why should these stocks pique your interest and what makes them worthy of your investment consideration? To address these queries, we have meticulously prepared some captivating insights and in-depth analyses to enrich your understanding. However, before we delve into the heart of today's discussion, I would like to um, extend a gentle reminder to all our listeners and viewers. Please take a moment to click on the subscribe button and support our channel. Should our content resonate with you, leaving us a review would be greatly appreciated. Your opinions and feedback are invaluable to us, shaping the future of our content. Now, without further ado, let us immerse ourselves in the electrifying topic at hand. Let's get charged up for an enlightening session on EV charging stocks. Okay, um, here's the first question of the day. Um, What's the current state of the e-market? Let us commence our discussion by meticulously examining the current landscape of the electric vehicle industry. Despite the recent surge of skepticism portrayed in various media outlets, an analysis of the empirical data reveals a strikingly different scenario. In the most recent fiscal quarter, the sales of electric vehicles within the United States have experienced an astonishing increase of 50% when compared to the corresponding period in the preceding year, culminating in a total of 313,000 units sold. Among the most salient developments in this context is the notable reduction in Tesla's dominance over the U.S. EV market, which has seen a decline from 62% to 50%. This notable shift carries profound implications, particularly for companies involved in the provision of EV charging services. Now, you may ponder of, over the relevance of this information to you. The rationale is quite straightforward. With the burgeoning number of electric vehicles on our roads, there is an inevitable, rapidly escalating demand for charging infrastructures. While it is true that Tesla boasts its exclusive charging network, the burgeoning prominence of other automotive manufacturers in the EV domain is concurrently amplifying the need for independent charging stations. Additionally, the year 2024 is anticipated to usher in government subsidies specifically targeted at the establishment of new EV chargers, a development that has the potential to significantly transform the dynamics of the electric vehicle. Well, the next question of the day is EVgo empowering up with partnerships and their ventures. Having established a comprehensive understanding of the intricacies and trends within the electric vehicle market, we now turn our attention to a particularly noteworthy entity within this sector, EVgo. This company has emerged as a significant player, making an impressive impact that is clearly evident. During the third quarter of 2023, EVgo reported a staggering surge in revenue 
witnessing an increase of 234% compared to the corresponding period in the previous year, 2022, culminating in a revenue figure of $35 million. This remarkable growth, however, represents just a portion of their achievements. Beyond these financial metrics, EVgo has also demonstrated substantial operational growth. Their charging stations have seen a substantial increase in usage with electricity generation escalating by 208% on a year-over-year basis, achieving a new milestone of 37 gigawatt hours. This is complemented by the significant expansion of their customer base with an addition of 106,000 new customers in the third quarter alone. What further amplifies the excitement surrounding EVgo is its strategic approach to forming alliances and partnerships. Notably, EVgo has forged a partnership with Honda, which provides direct access to its rapid charging network. Moreover, the company has embarked on collaborative ventures with major industry players such as General Motors and Pilot. These alliances are not merely transactional relationships, but strategic moves that position EVgo on a trajectory toward accelerated growth and quite possibly sustainable profitability in the near future. In light of these developments and strategic alliances, EVgo presents itself as more than just a company in the EV space. It stands as a potential beacon for investment opportunities. Given its trajectory and the momentum it has gained, one might consider whether EVgo represents an auspicious choice for investors seeking to capitalize on the burgeoning EV market. This invites a tantalizing question. Um, could EVgo be the next significant investment opportunity that savvy investors should consider? Potentially, yes. EVgo could potentially be a significant investment opportunity for savvy investors, especially considering the growing demand for electric vehicle infrastructure in the company's expanding network of charging stations. The only question is why not look for new opportunities to invest or to identify new rising stars in this industry and strategically partner before others instead of running for the giants that are not looking for small businesses or companies. If I rephrase this last statement a bit better, um, my point is there are other smaller companies that are venturing into this industry and it is not that easy to notice by the general public since they do not have the same financial support as the larger entities. But they can potentially offer better product and service since they are not that big. And that is more customer focused compared to the larger company that customers are just a statistic in numbers for them. On top of everything, they just might have even better technology compared to the big companies since they are still operating on outdated equipment from 10 years ago just modified and presented to the general public as new tech, but is it? Now, what is going on with the infamous charge point and there's navigating the bumps in the road? Let us now focus our discussion on ChargePoint, a highly recognized entity within the electric vehicle charging network sector. Despite encountering some challenges recently, it is imperative to grasp the entirety of their situation for a comprehensive understanding. ChargePoint has disclosed an estimated revenue for the third quarter ranging between $108 million and $113 million. This figure represents a marginal decline compared to the previous year's performance. The primary reasons attributed to this downturn are broad economic factors and delays in vehicle delivery. 
delving deeper into the nuances. It is noteworthy that ChargePoint exhibits a heightened vulnerability to macroeconomic fluctuations, primarily due to its significant reliance on business clients. Nevertheless, the company maintains a robust financial cushion with cash reserves approximating $400 million. Additionally, a noteworthy 75% of analysts maintain a favorable outlook on ChargePoint stock, endorsing it as a buy. Furthermore, the stock currently presents an exceptionally appealing valuation in the market. Uh, given these factors, the pertinent question, are Rigeous and ChargePoint strategically positioned for a resurgence once the prevailing economic conditions show signs of stabilization? Simple answer is yes. ChargePoint is well positioned for a resurgence once the economy stabilizes. This is due to their extensive network of charging stations, strong brand recognition, and the growing demand for electric vehicle infrastructure. But they do have also some financial suffering, as we heard recently in the news, and they're failing to raise capital to get them out of the sinking hole. Um, we will see how it plays out in the next year or two. The last company for today is, is Tritium riding the high voltage wave. In conclusion, and by no means of lesser significance, it is essential to cast a spotlight on Tritium's remarkable accomplishments. This innovative enterprise has reported astonishingly positive outcomes in the initial half of the year 2023. They have witnessed a meteoric rise in their revenue, which escalated by an astounding 286%, culminating in a sum of $112 million. Additionally, Tritium achieved a noteworthy milestone by attaining a positive gross margin, which stood at 4%. However, what stands out as particularly enthralling is their illustrious roster of clients, which includes the renowned oil conglomerate BP, as well as the largest public fast charging network in Australia. Despite encountering a reduction in order volume during the first part of the year, Tritium harbors optimistic expectations of a substantial increase in orders during the latter half. Presently, with their trailing price sales ratio positioned at a remarkably low figure of 0.16, the valuation of tritium presents itself as exceptionally enticing. Could the upward trajectory of tritium be sustained as the global demand for electric vehicle charging stations continues its upward trend? Yes, tritium's upward trajectory could likely be sustained as the global demand for electric vehicle charging stations continues to rise, especially considering its strong financial performance and significant client partnership. However, there are concerns due to a recent information leak of their financial struggles on the rise and some unresolved debt from their end. It does raise some eyebrows. Don't forget the crucial role of utility companies in all this and how they can positively or negatively impact this development. The inquiry into the participation of utility companies in the electric vehicle charging market unveils a significant aspect of their operations. It's particularly enlightening to consider how these companies are able to ensure consistent returns on their investment. Aspect raises a pertinent question. Will the current dynamics in this sector undergo a transformation in the foreseeable future? As we delve deeper into this topic, it becomes imperative to analyze the potential shifts in market trends, regulatory landscapes, and technological advancements that could influence the role and profitability of utility companies in the EV charging domain.
Hey there, listeners. Uh, word from our sponsor. Are you ready to revolutionize the way you approach electric vehicle charging? Let me introduce you to QCharge, a game changer in the EV charging industry, hailing from the tech-savvy city of Dallas, Texas. QCharge is not just another EV charging company. They offer cutting-edge turnkey solutions that blend state-of-the-art hardware with proprietary software seamlessly integrated into a user-friendly phone app. This isn't just about charging your vehicle. It's about entering the future of EV technology. What sets QCharge apart? Their commitment to tailoring solutions to each customer's unique needs. Whether you're a business looking to install EV charging stations or an individual seeking the most efficient home charging setup, QCharge has you covered. And it's not just about installation. QCharge's innovative approach maximizes your uptime and minimizes downtime, ensuring you're always powered up and ready to go. Their dedicated team understands that time is precious and they're here to help you make the most of it. So why wait? Embrace the future with QCharge's unrivaled EV charging solutions. To learn more, visit www.qcharge123.com. Download the app today, QCharge, powering your journey one charge at a time. All right, it's time for our listener Q&A and comments section. We've got some interesting questions and remarks from our audience. Our listener, one Jane, she's asking, I'm new to investing in stocks. So how do I get started with investing in EV charging stock? Great question, Jane. Getting started with investing in EV charging stocks involves a few steps. First, do your research on the companies you're interested in. Look at their financials, growth potential, and market trends. Then open a brokerage account and consider starting with a diversified portfolio to spread risk. Remember, it's crucial to invest what you can afford to lose and consult with a financial advisor for personalized guidance. And for the record, I am not a financial advisor. This is simply to provide the most simple information on how can it be done. So don't say down the line, I advise you since I have not. Let's go to the second listener, Mark. I heard about the US Senate vote on EV charging waivers. How might this impact the industry? Excellent point, Mark. And I will say what I know and can get as public information with a little research. The recent US Senate vote on EV charging waivers is a significant development. If the waiver were to be rescinded, it could impact the rollout of EV charging stations and potentially affect the growth of the EV charging industry. Keep an eye on regulatory changes as they can have a substantial influence on the market. The US Senate recently voted 5048 to overturn President Biden's decision to waive some Buy America requirements for government-funded electric vehicle charging stations, the White House. However, stated that President Biden would veto this measure. This waiver, if rescinded, could significantly impact the EV charging industry and American jobs as it would reimpose the requirement for domestically manufactured components and government-funded EV chargers. This decision is critical because Congress has allocated $7.5 billion for EV charging stations, essential for boosting EV sales in the U.S. Under the 2021 bipartisan infrastructure law, these chargers must use a minimum of 55% domestically sourced materials, including iron and steel and domestic labor starting July 2024. However, the high global demand for EV chargers is straining the supply chain, making it challenging to meet these made-in-America standards and expedite the construction of new chargers. 
in one word, Build America, Buy America Act, or short BABA, can potentially slow down the implementation and help on demand. It is obvious that most of the public does not implement or cannot adopt electrification due to the high cost, as is if it is built in America and with the labor cost in America, it will only increase the price and affordability. So the question is why not to have more options and diversity? Small businesses cannot financially compete with these requirements since they require a big investment. And you have examples like Blink and ChargePoint, which are currently in financial struggle since they invested a lot into the Buy America Act amongst other struggles that they have. So as we all know, next year it's election year. Um, so some changes may happen very shortly after. I, why do I think so? Well, I do not grow hope that this administration can win after the four years of disaster in leadership, my humble opinion. The last listener for today's episode uh, is Alex's question. I appreciate the insight into the utility company's role in the EV charging market. It's eye-opening how they can guarantee returns. Do you think this will change in the future? That's a thought-provoking question, Alex. The role of utility companies in the EV charging market is indeed a subject of debate. It's possible that as the industry evolves, there may be shifts in regulation and market dynamics. Advocacy and policy discussions will play a crucial role in determining the future of EV charging ownership and operation. It's a topic worth watching closely, and we already mentioned in our past episodes the, the struggles with utility companies and what are they. Well, folks, that wraps up today's episode of Q in Charge. We've explored the world of EV charging stocks, looked at some promising contenders, and dissected the current state of the EV market. Remember, investing always comes with risk, so do your due diligence and consult with a financial advisor before making any decisions. Thank you for tuning in, and if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out. Your input drives our discussions. Until next time, I'm Joe the Q, and I'm in charge of keeping you informed. Like us, subscribe and share. Thanks for being part of the Q in Charge community.